Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to a new week. I want to ask a question for this podcast. What are you trusting in? What is your hope in? For all of us as believers, we're people who we describe ourselves as believers or people who believe the Bible, people who've placed our trust for our salvation in the living God. We've come to say, Lord, I've given you my life. I'm changing my actions. I'm, I'm, I'm placing my life in your hands. I'm reorganizing my life. I'm following after your way of doing things because I trust that what your word says is true. And I trust that where you said I'll end up for eternity is where I'll end up because I'm obeying your voice. So all of our life as Christians is really moving ourselves to further and further trust Christ. Yes, Lord, I trust you with my eternity. You know, you can tell the Bible says, the Bible says, he that has my commandments and keeps them, he it is that loves me. Why is that? Well, you can tell that if someone's not obeying the Bible, they don't actually believe it. Because if you really believed that God is going to judge people the way he says he's going to judge people. If you really believe there is a heaven and there's a hell and there are people that go to each of those and and that you must obey the Bible fully, then you would <laughs> obey the Bible. Or maybe people who've heard that the preacher says, doesn't matter what you do, God will forgive you. And even if you don't repent, God's forgiven you in advance. So God just wants you to enjoy the rest of your life. And if you mess up, it's nothing you have to worry about. God knows your heart. And then their, their life is in shambles because of the standard they've been that, that that's been preached to them. But all of our lives are learning to trust God. We walk through difficult times. You read Psalm twenty three. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. So there's things we go through because we live in a we we live in contested territory. We live in a fallen world. There's things that we go through that then we can. Uh, our trust in God can be proven, and then we grow in that trust. You know, at first, when the Lord starts talking to you about giving and you hear the message on tithing, you know, if you're young enough, maybe you don't think anything of it, but if, you, if you've if you been working, you know, if you've, for, for an, a person who's come out of the world, who's in, in the workforce and then comes in the kingdom of God, and then they hear the message on tithing, unless they've been radically saved and they're on fire like they should be, if they hear it, it takes, it's a step of faith, man, 10% of my income, I, you know, the way I budgeted with what I made, I, now I'm not talking about for myself, but just it, people in that position, the way I budgeted with what I made, I don't have an extra 10%. Well, the tithe is not an extra 10%. The tithe is the first 10%. Everything else is extra, <laughs> but it takes trust. And then you're going, and then you're, you know, just minding your own business. And then the Lord tells you to give something extra. Hey, in this offering, give over and above your tithe. Take an extra, take a thousand dollars and give it into this ministry. Well, Lord, a thousand dollars? That's everything I got. Well, do it. And what is that? That takes trust. It takes trust. Lord, I trust you. You know, you could be dating somebody, and then the Lord says, hey, that ain't right. And you know, but everyone. Everyone expects, everyone loves this relationship and everyone thinks it's good and people that I love, love it. And if I broke up with them, the Lord says, trust me. So we learn to trust him. But really we have to look at, at life, you know, there, the possibilities of what could happen. And I'm not here to preach doom and gloom, but I'm just, I'm just saying it's time that we go all in in our trust for the Lord. When, you're finan- with it, when it comes to your finances, do you trust the Lord with your finances? You know, the truth is they're not even your finances. They're the Lord's finances. You're the steward of them. 
If you own a house, it's your house, but it's not your house. It's the Lord's house. You're a steward of it. When you give your life to the Lord, you give everything. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I give you full control. Every step that I take, every moment I'm awake, Lord, have your way in me. Okay, give that person your shoes. Lord, these are my favorite shoes. I could never do it. You know how much these mean to me, these Jordans. (laughs) Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. Lord, I surrender my whole life. Okay, bless that person with your car. Lord, with my car? (laughs) You know, but you learn to trust. Maybe I'm the only one that the Lord speaks to me about things like that. Give that person. I remember one time I was, I've told this story here before on a podcast called Dangerous Prayers. I was driving towards the church years ago and I said, Lord, I want more skin in the game. I want the kingdom of God to mean more to me. And the Bible says, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So there's times the Lord's required treasure of me so my heart could go in further, right? And as I was driving, as I prayed that I knew, hey, this is a dangerous prayer. And I got to church and the Lord said, give that person your Mini Cooper. You know, how do you just give away a car? It's a nice car, Mini Cooper S, nice car. Give it away. And so what do you do? What do I do? I, 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 Lord, I trust you. I obey. I obey. I trust you. And so you do it because you trust. But look at the world that we live in. You know, we're in a time now where anything could happen. We're in a time where anything could happen. You know, we're in a time now where the economy could collapse here in this country, in the U.S. I don't know, you may be listening from outside out of this place and it's even more so. But you know, the U.S., you don't think the dollar is going to collapse. But you know, it's possible. The economy could collapse. We could be dealing with high levels of unemployment. You look at all the stimuluses, the stimulus thing that they're doing. It sounds good, but you know, when you pass a thing of trillions of dollars, and a lot of it's geared to people outside the country, you know, that's, that's being done to crush the economy. Those people are not trying to help the economy. That's, that's not helping our economy. So the economy could collapse. And then who do you trust? Do you really trust the Lord with your finances? Well, if, you, if he tells you to give now and you don't, that means you don't. So learn to trust the Lord. You know, there could come a time where religious persecution, there's a crackdown and, and you can't preach the gospel. Well, what do you do? The Bible says to preach the gospel. You know, the Bible says to obey the government, but it doesn't say to obey the government over the Bible. So you obey the government up until the point that it crosses across what the Bible tells you to do. And that's why the whole church is shutting down thing. The Lord tells us to gather together and assemble. And so I'm obeying the Bible. And so if it means that the government's not happy with me, I'd rather have the Lord happy with me. There's a pastor or pastors in Canada that I've heard of, and they said they limited it to 10 people, and they just chose to meet. There's a pastor that they've put in a detention center because of it. And they say, hey, if you sign this thing saying you'll run the church the way the government wants you to and do it our way, we'll let you out. And he says, I'm not signing it. He says, the Bible says to gather together, so we're doing it. Not, it doesn't say gather together online. It says gather together. So you take a stand. But what else could happen? I mean, the economy could shut down. There could be virus. There could be a widespread virus that actually takes out half the country. It's possible. It's happened before. Could It could happen, right? And then do you trust the Lord for your health? Psalm 91 says, a thousand will fall on my side and 10,000 at my right hand, but it'll not come near thee. That stuff's on the table. That stuff could happen. Things could be shaken. Things could be shaken. 
There could be there could be religious persecution that comes. There could be all sorts of things that come. There's there's things that are on the table, and we believe the Lord protects us, you know. But there's natural disasters. Do, do, you, do you trust the Lord that He's going to take care of you? You know, you've heard stories. You've heard stories about the twin towers or the day the twin towers were destroyed. That people were heading to work and they just felt, man, I just feel something. I really feel weird about going to work today. That was the Lord showing them. Man, I just feel like I really need to take today off. And then they take today off, and that's the day the towers collapse. The Lord protecting his people. I have a friend who told me a story about how he was supposed to get on a plane and go somewhere, and he got to the airport, and he just felt like, I'm not supposed to get on this plane. I'm not. And he was at the airport, and he just decided not to get on it. And the airline, the airplane crashed. This was back in the 90s. Airplane, small airplane crashed. Everyone on it died. That's the Lord protecting his people. But is your trust in the Lord? You know, it comes down to that if, if, if the Lord's telling you to do something now and you can't trust him, or if you're carrying worry about something, it isn't always just in the big things that we all of a sudden trust the Lord. It's in the little things. If you're carrying worry about finances, dig into the word. What does the word say? The word's full of scriptures on blessings. Psalm 115, the Lord's been mindful of us. He will bless us. Can you start to just on a daily basis, praise the Lord that he's the one who blesses you? There's many things that could happen. You know, you could be in a, uh, and again, I, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm just asking these questions because it shows where you are. If the Lord speaks to you about tithing and then you can't trust him enough that he'll make up the difference to tithe, and you make an excuse. You don't trust the Lord. That's that's in the Bible. That's not just Old Testament. That's under the New Covenant. Hebrews 7, Jesus receives the tithe in heaven, the Bible says. But there could be, you know, you could go get a you you could go get a a degree in an industry, and then there's technology that comes out and replaces the need for people in that industry. And I'm not trying to scare anybody here. I'm just saying, do you trust the Lord? Because when you trust the Lord and when you're going after the things of God, the Lord will always make a way through. Always. You get this dream job, you buy a house, you get a mortgage, you get a car payment, and then the company goes under. You know, when we were in South Africa, my dad died, you know, when I was three, but left money, some money. He was in business. He did pretty well in business. He was a consultant. He left some money in a bank. And that money went to my mom. So my mom had this savings. You know, tens, twenties, thirties, forties, fifties of thousands. And then overnight, the bank goes insolvent. Which means the bank goes... And it's not like here where it's FDIC insured. You know, if, if you're, something happens to Bank of America, up to $250,000, they'll, they'll replace the money. It's not like that in South Africa. So we get a letter. Hey, sorry. The bank's gone under. Well, where's our money? Sorry, all the money's gone with it. Because you quickly learn that a bank isn't some a place that just keeps your money in a vault somewhere. They spend your money to make more money. That's what banks do. You give them money and they're using your money in the middle of the night and you have numbers on a screen. <laughs> you know, if, if, if every person who had money in that bank went to go draw money at the same time, they wouldn't have it. It's tied up. They're using the money to make other things. They're, they're, that's how banks do loans. They loan it to other people. It's, it's, a, it's a system. But that could happen. 
What if, what if the bank you had, what if the savings account you had, what if all that shut down? Who do you trust? Is your trust in the Lord? Could you say, man, if, if you were in Elijah's position where there's a famine in the land, that you, Lord, I trust you. I'm not going to lose a night's sleep. All I know is you're going to provide for me. You're going to give me food to eat. You're going to give me a place to stay. You're going to provide for my future. That's freeing to be able to say that. Lord, I, 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 things may come, but Lord, I want you to know I trust you. And at the end of all of it, you're my God. So even if it was religious persecution and I was killed for my faith, Lord, I'm coming to see you, coming to my reward. The Lord's asking, do you trust me? More than ever, know that the word of God is sure. As you get into the word for yourself and as you dig in the word and you you put the word of God in your heart, that's how you come to trust the Lord. The word gets in your heart. You know, I've been saying this today in my heart. I don't trust my eyes, but I trust the word. I don't trust my ears, but I trust the word. I don't trust what, what, what the report says, I tr- but I trust the word. I don't trust what the circumstances say, but I trust the word. I don't trust what the economy says. I don't trust my eyes, but I trust the word. Let's be people today who trust the word. Let's dig into the word and trust the word like never before. Some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but we will trust in the name of the Lord our God. He is a sure foundation in Jesus' name. Father, I pray for every person listening. Lord, be about them as a wall of fire. Let no harm or evil come near them. Lord, I thank you that no fear enters into their heart. Lord, supernatural strength, knowing that they serve the living God. Lord, quicken them in their bodies even right now. Lord, provide a way of escape for them. Those who are in need, financial need, Lord, provide for them by the end of this day. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for it, Lord. We love you and honor you in Jesus' name. I love you. God bless you. Thanks for joining us on this podcast.